Kafka on the Shore, Chapter 32 When Nakata woke up at 5 a.m., he saw the huge stone right next to his pillow. Hoshino was still sound asleep in the futon next to his. Mouth half open, hair sticking every which way. Chunichi dragon's cap tossed on the bed beside him. His sleeping face had a determined, no matter what, don't care, wake me up look to it. Nakata wasn't particularly surprised to find the stone there. His mind adapted immediately to the new reality, accepted it, didn't question how it came to be there. Working out cause and effect was never his strong suit. He sat down formally beside his bed, legs stuck neatly under him and spent some quality time with the stone, staring intently at it. Then he reached out and as if he was stroking a large sleeping cat, touched it. At first gingerly with only his fingertips and when that seemed safe, he ran his hand carefully over the whole surface. And while he caressed it, he was thinking, or at least had that pensive look of someone thinking. As if he were reading a map, he ran his hand over every part of the stone, memorizing every bump and cranny, getting a solid sense of it. Then he suddenly reached up and rubbed his short hair, searching perhaps for the correlation between the stone and his own head. At length he gave what might have been a sigh, stood up, opened the window and struck his, stuck his face out. All that was visible was the rear of the building next door, a shabby, miserable sort of building, the kind where shabby people spent one shabby day after another doing their shabby work, the kind of fallen from grace sort of building you find in any city, the kind which Charles Dickens would, could spend 10 pages describing. The clouds floating above the building were like hard clumps of dirt from a vacuum cleaner no one ever cleaned, or maybe more like all the contradictions of the third industrial revolution condensed and set to float in the sky. Regardless, it was going to rain soon. Nakata looked down and spied a skinny black cat, tail alert, patrolling the top of a narrow wall between the two buildings. There's going to be lightning today, he called, but the cat didn't appear to hear him. Didn't even turn around, just continued its languid patrol and uh, disappeared in the shadows of the building, slowly. Nakata set off the hall, set off down the hall, plastic bag with wash bag inside in hand to the communal sinks. He washed his face, brushed his teeth and shaved with a razor. Each operation took time. He carefully washed his face, taking his time, carefully brushed his teeth, taking his time, carefully shaved, taking his time. He trimmed his nose hairs with a pair of scissors, straightened up his eyebrows, cleaned out his ears. He was the type who took his time no matter what he did. But this morning, he took everything at an even slower pace than usual. No one else was up washing his face at this early hour and it was still a while before breakfast would be ready. Hoshino didn't look like he would be getting up anytime soon. With the whole place to himself, Nakata looked in the mirror leisurely preparing for the day and pictured the faces of all the cats he had seen in the book in the library two days back. Unable to read, he didn't know the names of the cats depicted, but a clear picture of each and every cat's face was etched in his memory. 
There really are a lot of cats in the world, that's for sure, he said, as he cleaned out his ears with a cotton bud. His first ever visit to a library had made him painfully aware of how little he knew. The amount of things he didn't know about the world was infinite. In the infinite, by definition, has no limits, and thinking about that gave him a mild migraine. He gave up and turned his thoughts back to cats of the world. How nice it would be, he thought, to be able to talk with each and every cat in there. There must be all kinds of cats in the world, all with different ways of thinking and talking. Would foreign cats speak in foreign languages? But this was another difficult subject. And again his head began to throb. After his ablutions, he went to the toilet and took care of business as usual. This didn't take as long as his other ablutions. Finished, he took his plastic bag with wash bag inside back to the room. Hoshino was sound asleep, exactly as they had left him. Nakata picked up the discarded Aloha shirt and jeans, folding them up neatly. He set them down on top of each other next to Hoshino's futon, adding the Chunichi Dragon's baseball cap on top like a summary title given to a motley collection of ideas. He took off his yukata robe and put on his usual trousers and shirt, then rubbed his hands together and took a deep breath. He sat down again in front of the stone, staring at it for a while before hesitantly reaching out to touch it. There's going to be thunder today, he pronounced, to no one in particular. He may have been addressing the stone. He punctuated this with a couple of nods. Nakata was by the window, running through an exercise routine, when Hoshino finally woke up. Humming the radio exercise music to himself, Nakata moved in time to the tune. Hoshino squinted at his watch. It was just after eight. He trained his neck to make sure the stone was where he had put it. In the light, the stone looked much bigger and rougher than he had remembered it. So I wasn't dreaming after all, he said. I'm sorry, what did you say? Nagata asked. The stone, Hoshino said. The stone's right there. It wasn't a dream. We have the stone, Nagata said simply, still in the midst of his exercises, making it sound like some central proposition of 19th century German philosophy. It's a long story though, Grams, about how the stone got to be here. Yes, Nakata thought that might be the case. Anyway, Hoshino said, sitting up in his bed and sighing deeply, it doesn't matter. The important thing is, it's here, to cut a long story short. We have the stone, Nakata repeated, that's what matters. Hoshino was about to respond but suddenly noticed how famished he was. Hey, what do you say we grab some breakfast? Nakata is quite hungry. After breakfast, as he was drinking tea, Hoshino said, So, what are you going to do with the stone? What should Nakata do with it? Give me a break, Hoshino said, shaking his head. You said you had to find that stone, so that's why I managed to come up with it last night. Don't hit me now with this gee whiz. What should I do with this stuff, okay? Yes, you are right. To tell you the truth though, I don't know yet what I'm supposed to do with it. That presents a problem. A problem indeed, Nakata replied, though you'd never know it from his expression. So if you spend some time thinking about it, 
you will work out what to do i think so it takes nakata much longer to do things than other people okay but listen here mr nakata yes mr hoshino i don't know who gave it that name but since it's called the entrance stone i'm guessing it has to have been the entrance to something a long time ago don't you think there must be some legend or explanation about it yes that must be the case but you have no idea what kind of entrance we are talking about here no not yet i used to talk to cats all the time but i never spoken to a stone doesn't sound like it would be too easy it's very different from talking to a cat but still pinching that stone from a shrine you sure we won't be cursed or something that's really bothering me taking it's one thing but dealing with it now that we have it could be a total pain in the butt colonel sanders told me there wouldn't be any curse but i can't totally trust the guy you know what i mean colonel sanders uh there's an old guy by that name the guy on the kentucky fried chicken ads with that white suit beard uh stupid glasses uh you don't know who i mean i'm very sorry but i don't believe i know that person you don't know kentucky fried chicken that's a kind of unusual well whatever the old guy is an abstract concept anyway he is not human not a god or a buddha he doesn't have any shape but he has to take on some sort of appearance so he just happened to choose the colonel nakata looked perplexed and dropped his salt pepper hair um i don't understand well to tell you the truth i don't either though i am the one spouting off hoshino said anyone this weird or anyway this weird old guy suddenly pops out of nowhere and rattles off all those things to me long story short the old man helped me helped me out so i could locate the stone and i lugged it back here i am not trying to win your sympathy or anything but it was a long hard night i can tell you what i would really like to do right now is to hand the whole thing over to you and let you take over i will that was quick Mr Hoshino Nakata said what there's going to be a lot of thunder soon let's wait for that you're telling me the thunder is going to do something to help with the stone i don't know for sure but i'm starting to get that feeling thunder eh sounds kind of cool okay we'll wait and see what happens when they get back to their room hoshino flopped face down on the futon and switched on the tv nothing was on except a variety of shows targeted at housewives but since there was no other way of killing time he kept watching giving a running critique of everything on screen nakata meanwhile sat in front of the stone gazing at it rubbing it occasionally mumbling hoshino couldn't catch what he was saying for all he knew the old man might actually be talking to the stone after a couple of hours Hoshino ran out to a nearby convenience store and came back with a bag full of milk and sweet rolls which the two of them had for lunch. While they were eating, the maid showed up to clean the room, but Hoshino told her not to bother and that they were fine. "You're not going out anywhere?" she asked. "Nope," he said. "We've got something to do here because there's going to be thunder," Nakata added. "Thunder, I see," the maid said a dubiously before she left looking like she would rather not have anything more to do with this weird pair 
Around midday, thunder rumbled dully off in the distance, and as if waiting for a signal, it started sprinkling. Unimpressive thunder, a lazy dwarf trampling on a drum. Before long, though, the raindrops grew larger, and it was soon a regular downpour, wrapping the world in a wet, stuffy smell. Once the thunder started, the two sat down across from each other, the stone between them. like indians passing a peace pipe nakada was still mumbling to himself rubbing the stone on his head hoshino puffed in a marlboro and watched mr hoshino nakada asked what's up would you stay with me for a while sure i am not going anywhere in this rain there's a chance something strange might happen are you kidding me hoshino began Everything's been strange enough already, Mr. Hoshino. Yeah, all of a sudden I was wondering, what am I anyway? What is Nakata? Hoshino pondered this. That's a tough one. A little off the wall, I mean. I don't even know what I am, so I'm not the guy to ask. Thinking isn't exactly my thing, you know. But I know you are an okay, honest guy. You're out of kilter big time, but you're somebody I trust. That's why I came with you all the way to Shikoku. I may not be so bright either, but I do have an eye for people, Mr. Hoshino. Yeah, it's not just that I'm dumb. Nakata's empty inside. I finally understand that Nakata's like a library without a single book. It wasn't always like that. I used to have books inside me for a long time. I couldn't remember, but now I can. I used to be normal just like everybody else but something happened I ended up like a container with nothing inside Yeah but if you look at it like that we are all pretty much empty don't you think you eat take a dump do your crammy job to get your lousy pay and get laid occasionally if you're lucky what else is there still you know interesting things do happen in life like with us now I'm not sure why My grandpa used to say that things never work out like you think they will but that's what makes life interesting and that makes sense if the chunichi dragons won every single game who'd ever watch foot baseball you liked your grandfather a lot didn't you yeah i did if it hadn't been for him i don't know what would have happened to me he made me feel like i should try and make something of myself he made me feel i don't know connected that's why i quit the motorcycle gang and joined the self defense force before i knew it i wasn't getting into trouble anymore but you know mr hoshino nakara doesn't have anybody nothing i'm not connected at all i can't read and my shadows only half of what it should be everybody has their shortcomings mr hoshino yeah If I had been my normal self, I think I would have lived a very different kind of life. Like my two younger brothers, I would have gone to college, worked in a company, got married, and had a family, driven a big car, played golf on my days off. But I was a normal, so that's why I am the Nakata I am today. It's too late to start again. I understand that, but still, even for a short time. I would like to be a normal nakata. 
up until now there was never anything in particular i wanted to do i always did what people told me as best as i could maybe that just became a habit but now i want to go back to being normal i want to be an akata with his own ideas his own meaning hoshino side if that's what you want then go for it not that i have a clue what a normal nakata is like nakata doesn't either i just hope it works out i'll be praying for you that you can be normal again hoshino said before i get back to being normal though there are some things i have to take care of such as mm, such as johnny walker johnny walker hoshino said yeah you mentioned that before you mean the whiskey guy yes i went to the police right away and told them about him i knew i had to report to the governor but they wouldn't listen so i have to find a solution on my own i have to take care of that before i can be normal if that's possible i don't really get it but i guess you're saying you need this stone to do whatever it is you need to do that's right i have to get the other half of my shadow back by this time the thunder was deafening lightning zigzagged across the sky followed a moment later by a great clap of thunder the air shook and the loose window panes rattled nervously dark clouds capped the whole sky and it got so dark inside that they could scarcely make out each other's faces they left the light off however they were still sitting as before with the stone between them the rain was lashing down so hard it felt suffocating just to look at it every flash of lightning lit up the room for an instant they didn't say anything for a while okay but why do you have to have anything to do with this stone mr nakata hoshino asked when the thunder had died down a bit why does it have to be you because i'm the one who's gone in and come out again um i don't follow you i left here once and came back again it happened when japan was in a big war the lid came off and i left here by chance i came back that's why i'm not normal and my shadow's only half of what it was but when i can talk to cats uh, though i can't do it well anymore uh, i can also make things fall from the sky like those leeches yes a unique talent that's for sure that's right not everybody can do it and that's because you went out and came back again i guess you really are pretty extraordinary after i came back i was a normal anymore i couldn't read and i've never touched a woman that's hard to believe mr hoshino yes i'm scared as i told you i'm completely empty do you know what it means to be completely empty hoshino shook his head i guess not being empty is like an unlived in house an unlocked unlived in house anybody can come in any time they want that's what scares me the most i can make things rain from the sky but most of the time i don't have any idea what i'm going to make rain next if it were 10000 knives or a huge bomb or poison gas i don't know what i would do i could say i'm sorry to everybody but that wouldn't be enough you're right hoshino said just apologizing wouldn't do it leeches are bad enough but those things you mentioned are even worse johnny walker went inside nakata 
he made me do things i didn't want to do johnny walker used me but i didn't have the strength to fight it because i don't have anything inside me which explains why you want to go back to being a normal nakata one with substance that's exactly right i'm not very bright but i could build furniture and i did it day after day i enjoyed making things desks chairs chess it's nice to make things with nice shapes those years i made furniture i never thought about wanting to be normal again and there wasn't anyone i knew who tried to get inside me nakata never felt afraid of anything but after meeting johnny walker i got very afraid so what did this johnny walker make you do after he got inside you a loud rumble ripped through the sky and the lightning was close by the sound of it hoshino's eardrums were stinging from the roar nakata inclined his head to one side listening intently slowly rubbing the surface of the stone all the while he made me shed blood blood yes but it didn't stick to nakata's hands hoshino pondered this for a while puzzled anyway once you open the entrance stone all sorts of things will naturally settle back where they are meant to be right like water flowing from high places to low places nakata considered this it might not be that simple nakata's job is to find the entrance stone and open it what happens after that i am afraid i don't know okay but why is the stone in shikoku the stone is everywhere not just in shikoku and is it doesn't have to be a stone i don't get it if it's everywhere then couldn't you have done all this at home in nakano that would have saved a lot of time and effort nakata rubbed a palm over his close cropped hair that's a hard question i've been i've been listening to the stone for a while now but can't understand it all that well yet but i do think both of us had to come here we had to cross a big bridge uh, it wouldn't have worked in nakano ward can i ask you something else yes if you do open the entrance stone here is something amazing going to happen like is what's his name that genie uh, going to pop out like in aladdin or will a prince that's been turned into a frog french kiss me or else will we be eaten alive by martians something might happen but then again maybe nothing i haven't opened it yet so i don't know you can't know until you open it but it might be dangerous huh yes exactly jesus hoshino took a marble from his pocket and lit it my grandpa used to always tell me that my bad point was running away with people i didn't know without thinking what i was doing i guess i must have always done that the child's the father of the man like they say anyhow there's nothing i can do about it now i have come all this way and gone to all the trouble of locating the stone so i can't just head on home without seeing it through we know it might be dangerous but what the hell why don't we open it up and see what happens at least it will make a great story for the grandchildren nagata has a favor to ask you mr hoshino what's that could you pick up the stone no problem it's a lot heavier than when you carried it here I know I'm no Schwarzenegger but I'm stronger than I look. In the SDF I came second in our unit's arm wrestling contest. Plus you have cured my back problems so 
I can give it everything I've got. Hoshino stood up, grasped the stone in both hands and tried to lift it. The stone didn't budge an inch. Oh, you're right. It is a lot heavier, he said, gasping. A while ago, lifting it up was no problem. Now it feels as if it's nailed to the floor. It's a valuable entrance stone, so it can't be easily moved. If it could, that would be a problem. I suppose so. Then a few irregular flashes of lightning ripped through the sky and a series of thunderclaps shook the earth to its core. It was as if somebody just opened the lid to hell, Hoshino thought. One final clap of thunder boomed nearby and suddenly there was a thick suffocating silence. The air was damp and stagnant with a hint of something suspicious. As if countless years were floating in the air, waiting to pick up a trace of some conspiracy. The two men were frozen, wrapped in the midday darkness, and then the wind picked up again, lashing rain against the window. Thunder rumbled, but not as violently as before. The center of the storm had passed the city. Hoshino looked up and swept the room with his eyes. Everything seemed strangely cold and distant. The four walls even more blank than before. The Marlboro butt in the ashtray had turned to ash. He swallowed and brushed the silence from his ears. Hey, Mr. Nakata, what is it, Mr. Hoshino? I feel as though I am having a bad dream. Well, at least we are having the same dream. You are right, Hoshino said and scratched his earlobe in resignation. Right you are, right as rain. Rain, rain, go away, come again some other day. Anyway, that makes me feel better. He then stood up once more to try to move the stone. He took a deep breath, grabbed it and focused all his strength in his hands. With a low grunt, he managed to lift the stone an inch or two. You moved it a little, Nakata said. So we know it's not nailed down, but I've got to move it more than that, I guess. You need to flip it right over, like a pancake. Nakata nodded. That's right, that's right. Pancakes are one of Nakata's favorites. Glad to hear it. So they have pancakes in hell, huh? Anyway, let me give it one more try. I think I can flip this thing over. Hoshino closed his eyes and summoned up every ounce of strength, concentrating it on this one action. This is it, he told himself, now or never. He got a good grip, carefully tightened it, then took a huge breath let out a gut-wrenching yell and all at once lifted the stone, holding it in the air at a 45-degree angle. That was the limit of his strength. Somehow he was able to hold it in that position. He gasped, his whole body aching, his bones and muscles and nerves screaming in pain, but he wasn't about to give up. He took in on one last deep breath and gave out a battle cry, but couldn't hear his own voice. He had no idea what he was saying. Eyes shut tight, he managed to drag out a strength he never knew he had. Strength that should have been beyond him. Lack of oxygen made everything go white. One after another, his nerves snapped like popping fuses. He couldn't see or hear a thing, or even think. There wasn't enough air. Still, he inched the stone upward and with a final cry, tipped it over. He lost his grip and the weight of the stone itself flipped it over. A massive thud rattled the room as if the whole building was shaking. 
The recoil sent Hoshino tumbling backwards. He lay there, sprawled up face up on the tatami, gasping for air, his head filled with soft mud, whirling round and round. I don't think he thought I'll ever lift something this heavy again as long as I live. Later on though, it turned out that this prediction was overly optimistic. Mr. Hoshino, what? The entrance opened, thanks to you. You know something, Gramps? I mean, Mr. Nakata. What is it? Face up, eyes still shut, Hoshino took another long, deep breath and exhaled. It better have opened up, otherwise I killed myself for nothing. Thank you.